Previously on a dangerous game. Hi, y'all! Just here for a little refresher. But last time on a dangerous game, Aizawa Sensei tested our strength and quirks in a sort of competition. The catch was if we were at the bottom, he would expel us. Dekakun was headed towards the bottom until he stole the explosion from Bakugo's hands. It was amazing! Now we get a glimpse into Bakugo's home, life, and motivations. Very cool. At some point, Dekakun hung out with a shady character at a mall, but had a good time, so I guess it's okay. The second day of school was fun. I think Dekakun and Bakugo walked home together? In afternoon classes that day, All Might was revealed to be one of our teachers! We began the battle trials with Agakure and Ida versus Mineta and Ashido, which Dekakun analyzed amazingly. See you next week, everyone! Plus Ultra! A Dangerous Game by Suki the Wolf Chapter 10 Battle Trial Part 2 Izuku and Yayorozu were both given a map of their hideout that they were to navigate to where their proper bomb would be. All Might gave them the signal to let them know their time for planning had started, and both of the students whirled on each other with mouths open to say, Someone, Someone needs to guard, to guard the bomb. The bomb. I, I will do it. Yayorozu decided immediately. Your fire quirk runs the risk of setting it off. Um, uh, destroying it? Izuku nodded. He had already been off for that. I'm a lot faster than I look, too. I can guard the grounds if you can handle the bomb. I can. She assured him as he watched as she pressed the hand to her chest and pulled out a long metal staff. Izuku realized quickly that it was a bow staff and grinned at the sight of it. He could tell just by her sheer confidence in how she wielded the weapon that she was an expert at it. He was impressed. We need traps as well. He told her. I can fight without my quirk and can take some of the heavy hits from Kirishima if I come across them, but I would be a better matchup for Siro. With the enclosed spaces of the hallway, he won't be able to maneuver as easily. Yayorozu agreed. And your fire could probably cut through his tape. I'm not sure I can hold off Kirishima on my own, though, based on pure strength. Itsuku nodded, thinking quickly. They only had about three minutes left. What's the limit to your quirk? He asked her. How much can you create first? I stored a couple snacks in my belt. She confessed. But I can only do so many things before I'm tired. Anything big is out of the question right now. I didn't have a heavy lunch because I didn't know what we were doing today. That's fine. Azuki smiled wider. I had some ideas that hopefully you could help me out with. Azuki found a relatively secluded corner in the blind spot of a camera and decided to take a moment for himself to take a deep breath. His heart was beating at a steady, excited pace, but his trembling had yet to stop. That wouldn't do. He was playing a villain right then, right? Would it be so wrong to get into character? Izuku smiled to himself and decided that no. It would not be such a bad idea. Deku stepped back out of the view of the cameras with a neutral face as he examined his surroundings. He became aware of the depth of the hallways and the smoothness of the walls and floors. The building was made to be sturdy, but to be destroyed. He calculated the width of the hallways as he adjusted his gloves to sit a little more snugly on his hands. He then reached into his pouch to pull out an all-might lighter and flipped it on and off. Deku could feel a sense of calm wash over him as he walked through the hallways, listening carefully for any kind of sound. He had already memorized the layout of the floors and knew that at some point Team F would have to come his way if he kept walking the way he was headed, unless they took another route, but he doubted it. Not only was it a familiar game to Deku, but it was unusual for him to be the hunter instead of the hunter. It made a thrill roll down his spine as he smiled and ran a hand into his hair to brush it out of the way. I'm Sir Midoriya. 
Gaiorz had reported softly into his ear through the small headset they both had as part of the training. The room will be ready in three minutes. Good. Thank you, he told her before dropping the communication. He heard voices just a moment ago. The could tested out the grip of his new shoes and found himself impressed by their grip. It was exactly what he had wanted when he had ordered them. Time to begin his hunt. He was silent as he ran and ducked around a corner and slipped into the soft shadows of the building. Kirishima and Sarah weren't bothering to be too sneaky as they glanced briefly around corners and moved forward without pressing to walls. Deku agreed it was the better method. Kirishima was a good defense and offense from what Deku had noted about his hardening quirk, and Sarah would be good for a quick capture. Many different battle tactics ran through his head about how he would normally use his three quirks together to take down both of his enemies at once. Instinct had him deciding deaths quickly before dismissing that from his mind. This was a non-lethal mission. All might probably wouldn't be able to stop him before he finished him off, but it was still something Deku decided to push aside. Still, he couldn't help his training. He had to limit his options even further when he remembered his instructions, given to him by his master, before he had started school. No more than 20% of your power, Deku, Master had commanded. It's so boring, Deku had responded with a half-whine. He was used to being able to go all out, even if almost a year had passed since his last real training session. Master had chuckled with appreciation and patted his head. Remember your role as an actor. You're supposed to be an inexperienced first year. It would be strange if you were so in control of your quirk. 20% maximum. Decker reminded himself as he slightly opened his lighter again, pulled deeply from it to have his flame snake around his body. He liked how calm and how responsive the flame was. Deku adjusted his mouth guard and pressed a small button on his goggles to make them darken before he charged in for a sneak attack from behind. Cyril whirled around first before he was in the back. He bent his arm and immediately shot a line of tape at Deku. Good reflexes, Deku noted as he dropped to his knee and used the momentum to slide across the smooth floor. He resisted the urge to activate Snapshot because he realized he didn't need it. In a sweat moment's decision, he slashed his hand out and the flame sliced the tape flying over his head. He then grabbed the broken tape and attached it to Sarah's ankle as he slid past and yanked it. Sarah went down with a surprised yell. What the hell? Kirishima yelled as he dodged backwards from a swing of Deku's legs. Surprise attacks are so not manly, dude! Deku said nothing in response, but was amused by the outburst. However, he didn't have time to think on it as he was yanked backwards off of his knees and his momentum interrupted. He had underestimated how strong of a glue was on Sarah's tape, and the boy had used it against him by yanking his own taped leg back. Deku was still stuck to the boy by the hand, still stuck to the tape. Kirishima's skin roughened as his quirk activated, and he aimed a punch at Deku while he was off guard. Deku allowed the hit to hit him, throwing him off even further and causing his cheek and jaw to be so smart. Before Sarah could land a kick at his back from his own down position, Deku got his feet under him and kicked off the ground to flip over Sarah's prone form and slice the tape from his hand. He landed a backflip one more time out of the way of Kirishima charging again, before he turned and took off down the hallway. As he predicted, both Sarah and Kirishima followed after him. Deku wrapped the loose bit of tape still clinging to his hand around his palm. It made it so that he couldn't use the flint on that hand, but he didn't need it. He could study the properties of the tape later this way. It was a good collectible. He heard the zip of Zero's tape again coming at him and dodged right to avoid it. He seemed to predict that as the second zip came right afterwards. Deku grinned a little and pointed his foot against the wall to flip backwards over it as he used agility to enhance his movements. He saw the shocked faces of his classmates and laughed in response. Come on! Sarah cried. What's with the parkour? Deku's foot hit the ceiling as he threw himself downward and into a roll before coming back to his feet. 
You heroes are nothing. Deku yelled back. He kept his feet moving just to taunt them and smirked. You can't even keep up with me, you losers. Jeez, Midoriya? Kirishima said with a grimace. Deku scoffed. You've been hurt by my little insults? He mocked. Or he turned and ran off again. Go! He heard Kirishima call behind him. They weren't following him anymore. I'll take Midoriya! He's just trying to lead us around! You sure? Sarah asked. Deku smirked himself and spun a corner to circle back around to get behind them. Deku brought his fire into his palm and lit his matches on fire to add fuel to his flames. It didn't thicken, but the durability was extended. He removed the matches to let the thin wood burn in the fiery snake. Yeah, go! Deku jumped out behind them, but they had heard him coming this time. Kirishima jumped and grabbed the hold of Deku's arm, surprising him. He bit back his instinctive moves as Kirishima spun and threw him down the hallway. Deku rolled and focused on keeping his fire going rather than stopping himself. It was enough time for Sarah to have disappeared down a hallway by the time Deku had hefted himself to his feet. Midoriya, are you okay? Yairozer asked, but Deku didn't respond. Kirishima stood in front of him in a boxer's stance. Deku noted that he had clearly had hand-to-hand -hand combat experience, but he was all about keeping the defensive right now. Deku knew that with the right kind of training, he could become more than the tank that he was at at the moment. Did his hardened form slow him down? Did he become a wall? Was he heavier? Or did his skin only become just as strong as stone? It was time to test out theories. I doubt I can capture you. The red-headed boy in front of him admitted with a grin. But I can take you in a fight. Your fire won't have much effect against my quirk. Deku clicked his tongue and glared a little disdainfully. What are you doing bragging to a villain? He asked as he stood up. His fire encircled his waist and snapped angrily as it finished consuming its fuel. There was the temptation to light Kirishima's hair on fire. Show you all that gel was flammable, right? Or his quirk extended his hair as well. Deku spread his arms with a sneer. What would you have done if I had known nothing about your quirk? Are you really going to be so idiotic? Harsh! Kirishima didn't stop smiling, though, but he did lower himself in preparation. He had too much build-up, Deku noted. He really was fighting against first years. He's too used to dealing with adults who had more years of experience with their quirks. He's waiting for an opening, Deku decided as he bit his tongue to stop from spewing more insult. He didn't want to completely distance himself from his classmates. Zuku, after all, was a nice guy. He wasn't the type to insult his friends so much. Besides, Kirishima wasn't rising to any of the bait. Deku added easygoing to the list of traits he had for Kirishima. Well, if he wanted an opening, Deku would give it to him. He pressed the finger to his microphone and made a tiny hissing sound into it. Got it. Yairozu responded, catching on that Sarah was headed for her right as Kirishima took the bait and charged. Deku threw his fire at the boy's face. As Kirishima had said, his flames had done nothing. They were probably not hot enough to even distract him because Kirishima just charged through them. His hair didn't even light on fire either. He noticed immediately that Kirishima's arm temporarily lost its hardening so the face could take it instead. A sign that he required concentration, possibly couldn't move while activating it. Automatic response took away from his attack. Deku swiped his hand and maneuvered the flame behind the other boy and out of the way, before using the same motion to grab Kirishima's arm. The move surprised Kirishima, who planted his feet to stop his momentum, but Deku already had a hold on him. He felt the arm harden again in his hold. The bare stone dug into Deku's body through his jumpsuit but didn't pierce. He winced but still grappled the arm and hefted him over his shoulder to flip him. He toughed out the feeling of the stone, no doubt bruising him as he scraped and tore a bit at his suit. He was glad he anticipated the additional weight the stone skin had added because he threw Kirishima down a little harder than necessary, knocking the breath from Kirishima's body as the boy let out a pain gasp. Your defense is strong against my fire, Deku acknowledged as he made the foolish mistake of letting Kirishima get his bearings back. Deku stared down at the boy disdainfully and smirked. 
but you forgot that I'm fast, and you are not. Don't underestimate your opponents just because you have a strong defense, especially if you can't maintain it over a little unexpected move. Kirishima stared at him with, from his down position, frowning seriously before he put on a rule grin. God, I can't believe you, dude. You talk crap, but I like your balls. He rolled his body and hopped to his feet while Deku was thrown off guard by the how cheerful his enemy was. That's gay. He threw back automatically, a little dazed. It's whatever. Kirishima responded and pounded his fists together to have his hardening quirk spread up both arms to his shoulders. You won't get me a second time. Come on. Deku decided in the moment that he liked Kirishima. Here. Yairuzu suddenly called her the receiver in his ear. Nah. Deku responded to Kirishima instead, turned tail and ran. Kirishima yelped at a shocked, Hey! But Deku didn't come. He didn't go as fast as he could so that Kirishima would follow as Deku led the way back to where Yayorosa and Sero no doubt were. He hoped that she was fending him off well. Considering All Might hadn't stopped the fight, he figured she was just as good as he had predicted. It was a risk dragging both heroes so close to where their prize was. Deku trusted the plan both he and Yayorosa had come up with. He refused to lose his first real battle with his classmates. He wanted to make up for earlier in the day. He would make sure none of his classmates saw he was an idiot like some of them already did. He would prove his worth. He would be victorious in his mission. He ran into the room where Yajirosa was holed up to find her holding her own against Sarah. The girl was wet with water she had made to try to keep the tape from sticking to her and was fending Sarah's movement off her bow staff. He was holding himself a little awkwardly and Deku realized that one of his elbows was injured. He internally praised Yajirosa. Deactivated snapshot so he could just a second longer to take in the room. He held his breath as he noted the gasoline went on the The fumes from the gas were a little heavy in the air, but some of the windows were Sarah and Yajirosa were near the circle, but not within it. She was clearly trying to drive him back. A few of the pieces of wood had been strewn around the room with tape on it. Sarah was in on the idea, but Kirishima behind Deku had no idea. He would use the element of surprise one more time. His breath left him, and a few seconds later, a couple things happened at once. First was that Yajirosa noticed that Deku had entered. The second was that Kirishima slandered to Deku's back, launching him into the room and sending his lighter flying from his belt. Deku needed a stronger clasp. The third was that his flame disappeared by the sudden attack. Kirishima had been closer than he had thought. Kirishima! Sarah called, and Deku knew he was about to warn the boy of the impending trap. Gairozu knocked his feet out from beneath him before he could, though. Deku took that time to roll out of his way of a kick aim of his ribs on Kirishima, who was focused on Deku. The kick, however, didn't go for Deku only. It hit a piece of wood and sent it skittering across the ground where it pushed Deku's lighter even further away. Fire's out! Kirishima yelled triumphantly. Talk to me about surprises, Midoriya! Deku added single-minded and calculating to his deductions of Kirishima as he reached into the sleeve of his jumpsuit and pulled out the capture tape both teams had been provided for the test. He unspooled it and wrapped around his hands before spinning on his back and looping the tape under Kirishima's foot. Accounting for the possibility of Kirishima hardening his body to add weight, Deku twisted and yanked the foot. Kirishima stumbled but stayed standing while Deku pulled himself to his feet to get a firm grasp on Kirishima's angle with his hands. Surprise! He cried with a grin. He relied purely on his strength and spun the boy off his feet and sent him to the ground to a slide directly into the circle of wood. He broke the circle, but Deku didn't care as he turned his attention to Yai Rosen and Sero. She'd gotten him close enough. Deku jumped in quickly to assist, grabbed Sero from behind, and Yai did the best by grabbing his legs. Whoa, whoa! Sero cried and struggled, but Deku made sure that the hero's elbows were pointed uselessly away before the villains threw him at Kirishima. The boys recovered quickly and scrambled to their feet, 
pausing one moment to gather the bearings while Yeti Rosie ran towards the bomb to protect it. You don't have any fire left, Midorium! Sarah called, motioning to the circle. Your little trap won't work! You can't produce flames without your lighter! Kirishima added, his eyes darted towards the bomb that was tantalizingly close. Deku stood straight up and smiled at that, seemed to throw his enemies off. I can't! Deku pointed a cocky thumb towards the bomb. But she can! Yairozu chose then to drop the lighter she had produced herself into the line of gasoline before. Deku thrust his arms out and took control of the flames, encouraging them to eat up all the fuel and surround the heroes before they could move. Saw Kirishima begin to harden, but Deku knew that this was the end. He lifted his arms and encased them both in a dome of searing flames. He reminded himself to spread the borders a little farther so near the boy was at risk of getting burnt. Shit! Kirishima yelled. Deku focused on keeping the fire going, but his concentration wasn't as necessary with fuel for his fire to eat at. Yairuza smiled with the light, where she still stood at ready in case the other boy broke through. I can- Don't do it, Kirishima. Yairuza warned. You'll get burnt. It's our win, Deku agreed. That doesn't matter! Kirishima called back. What kind of hero would I be if I didn't risk getting a little hurt? Nah, they're right. Sarah said with some reluctance. Besides, we're out of time. Come on, dude! It's the truth. Just our luck that we go against the two planners. Sarah sighed as All Might finally called time and Deku pushed fire away so the boys could exit. They were both covered with sweat, but otherwise unburnt. Both of them looked disgruntled, but in good humor. Suku sighed and finally relaxed. The adrenaline of them still felt good in his veins. Yairose had approached Zuku and hung out the All Might later with a pleased smile. She was wearing a towel now to dry herself, and she was eating a snack. She looked a little pale and definitely a little bruised, but overall okay. Hey, you all, Midoriya. Thank you, he told her and then turned to all. You guys did really well, he praised with a bright smile. The four of them worked together to put out the last of the fire. The four and ceiling were a little scorched, but the bomb was perfectly fine. Zuku was proud for that one. Both Yairosa and Izuku had been determined to cause as little damage to their villain hideout as possible. They all walked together as they went to find the exit to the building. Zuku felt his trembling come back little by little as Deku walked off and he pulled on Izuku again. He smiled a little bashfully at them. Sorry about earlier. I was pretty rude, huh? It's fine. I was just shocked, you know? Kirishima said. Yeah, I didn't think you had that kind of mouth on you, Midoriya. Sarah added. Telling off your enemy like that. He laughed. I thought you made a good point, no? Yeah, you rose, you said. Although, it did make me unwilling to talk. Right? Sarah nodded. All I could think was, I'll be scolded next. Izuku laughed with them at that and sighed with relief that nobody seemed mad. He had done well to rein in his tongue. If he hadn't, he was certain he would have ended up sounding like Kachan. Habits were hard to break. Such a shame, Deku thought to himself weakly as he exited the artificial way of the building and into the daylight again. That's 15% was all I had needed for this test. Oh well. Middle of the road was what he wanted anyway. This has been a live recording of a dangerous game by the ADG Discord group.